The following shear has been presented by Dayan Shlomo Cohen. Dayan, based in Havat Shalom, Yerushalayim, an author of the Chayshin Mishpat work, Pure Money, and has been brought to you by the Beis Havat Halacha Center. To dedicate a daf, a peyrik, or an entire mesechta, please call 1-888-485-8223 or email info at thehalachacenter.org. Our daf deals with the halacha will come later the rabbi What does that mean? If a Jew transgresses two different prohibitions, two different isurim, at the same time, he's only punished by Beisdin for the more stringent of the two. For example, if someone stole on Shabbat in such a way that he simultaneously stole and was Machal Shabbat, here, He's Chayim Misa for being Mechal Shabbat and he's Chayim Kefal for the theft. So he only gets Misa. He only gets the more stringent of the two punishments. If he picked up the property that he's stealing while he's in the house, at that time the theft is complete. And the Chilul Shabbos have taken it out of the door, that was only afterwards. Therefore, in such a case, he would get both punishments. He would also get Misa and also have to pay Kefal. But if he were to steal in such a way that he dragged the property that he's stealing to the door, in such a way that as he takes it out of the door, he's also stealing and also being the Chalel Shabbat at the same time. So here we say Kumle with the Rabbi and he only gets the death penalty and he doesn't have to pay Kefal. There was a case of a Jew who parked his car before Shabbat in a place where he shouldn't have parked. On Shabbat, a non-religious Jew who was driving on Shabbat crashed into his car, causing extensive damage. The non-religious Jew claimed that he doesn't have to pay for the damage since the guy had parked illegally. Reuven, our religious Jew, the owner of the car, the damaged car, without consulting a rabbi, as he should have done, took the non-religious Jew to court. And the judge ruled that he has to pay for the damage. He, he made him pay $5,000 for the damage to the car. In addition, he made him pay an extra $1,000 for the fact that the owner of the car would have to hire a car for a few days until his car could be fixed. What's the problem here? Rabbi Kiva Eger says, in Simon Chachvav that any Jew who took his fellow Jew to court and not to Beitin and the courts ruled that he has to pay a sum that according to the Torah he's not chayef to pay that the money that he gets from the, from the Gosha court is gezel it's considered theft and he has to return it So the question that arose here is that since the non-religious Jew was desecrating the Shabbos, he was being Mechayel Shabbat at the time of the accident, maybe we would say here, come lay with the Rabbi And therefore he would, have, he would have no obligation to pay for the damage that it caused. The Rambam Paskins and also the Shulchanah Paskins, Ramayzim, Simon Tavchav Dalit, that even where he was Shogig, where the person is Chayab Misa with Shogit, so he's not going to be killed, 
Even so, we say, The Marshal says even more, that even in our times where we have no death penalty, nevertheless, we would say, The Shach brings the Marshal in Timon Kachet, Sif Kotten Bet, that we, we say, even though we're not going to kill the guy, and he's not going to get a death penalty, and he would be potted from paying the, the damages. So therefore, in our case, since it's a case of Kum it should be that the, that the non-religious Jew is potted from paying the damage. So maybe, according to what Rabbi Kiva Eger says, that if you take someone to court, and the court, the court makes him pay something that he wouldn't have to pay according to the Torah, that he's a gazlan, and you'd have to return the money. Rashi says in Baba Metzir, and the Shach brings him in, in Simon Kavchet, that we mentioned before, that someone who's exempt from paying damages because of Kum Lebed nevertheless has an obligation that Tzet Yedei Shemayim, between him and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, he has a Chiv that Tzet Yedei Shemayim to pay for the damage that he's done. However, the Marshal differentiates between different cases of where there's a Chiv that Tzet Yedei Shemayim. He says that if someone damaged with Groma, Groma is indirect damage, for which the Torah says, you know, you don't have to pay, the Beitin can't force you to pay, but you have a Chiyuv, to pay for the damage you cause. So says the Marshal, if someone damaged with Groma, if the damaged party was to be Tofes, was to take possession of the damage, of the of property, of the, to the value of the damage that was done, even though the guy that damaged has an obligation at Seti Deishamayim, nevertheless, Beit didn't make him return what he was, what he was tofes. The person must give it of his own accord, where there's a chiyuv at Seti Deishamayim, says the Marshal. But, says the Marshal, that's only with Groma. If the obligation at Seti Deishamayim is because of Kumle Baderabarinei, says the Marshal, it's different. Why is it different? With Kumlei B'derabimine, really he is chayev both punishments. Really he is chayev the lesser punishment. Just the Beidin have a rule, a Gizeret HaKosov, that we don't punish him with both punishments for one act. But really he's chayev. Just Beidin don't punish him. Therefore, says the Marshal, in any case where Beidin don't carry out the more stringent punishment, like in our times, where we don't have a Sanhedrin, we don't have a of Misa. Or even in the times where there was a Sanhedrin, where he was Shogig, where he did it without Kavanah. If he took possession, Beitin, don't make him give, it, give back what he took. So the question is, if going to court, by taking the non-religious Jew to court, that's like he was Tofes. That's like he took, and seeing as we said, that with Kumle B'derabina, if you're Tofes, you don't have to give back because of the Chiyu L'Tzet Yedei Shemayim. So maybe he doesn't have to give back what he took. There are more Paskans in Simon Dalet that you're not allowed to use the courts to take possession even in a case where Tfisa works. However, if you did, says the Ramu, you don't have to return what they ruled on condition that according to the Torah law, according to, to, to the Torah law, he really does owe you what you took. Therefore, in our case of Reuven, 
even though Maisie should have taken permission from Beitin before going to court. Nevertheless, since with Kum Lebed Arab the damager is in fact Chayev, just we don't do two ownership, we don't punish him with two punishments. So what he took is considered as the other side does really own it. And therefore he doesn't have to return what the courts ruled, the $5,000 that the courts ruled for the damage to the car. However, what about the sum that the courts ruled for the fact that he had to hire a car for a week? That damage is grommel, indirect damage. And there is only Yechiv L'Tzetidei Shomayim. And here, as we mentioned, as the Marshal told us, Tfisa doesn't work. Therefore, that $1,000 for the hiring of the car, he would have to return. So let's just say, what, what, to what the Maisa are you supposed to do if, an, if a non-religious Jew damage, damages you? The halacha is that every Jew who has a dispute with another Jew must take him to Beit Din. Even though we pass in Dini Demachusa that the law of the land is binding, that doesn't mean that you can go to the courts. What that means is that Beit Din where it's applicable, we'll have to paskan according to the law of the land. According to the Shulchan Aruch in Simon Shin Son of Tet, we only say dinner demachuta dinner between a Jew and the state, between a Jew and the government. But we don't say dinner demachuta dinner between two Jews. There they have to, to, to decide their dispute according to the Torah. And even according to one opinion in the Ramon, who says that also between two Jews we say dinner demachusa dinner? Says the Chazanish that that's not applicable today. Why? Seeing as today the government, every government allows two people to settle a civil dispute through arbitration between the two of them. So therefore, and, th- and that's in fact their dinner demachusa that you can solve a dispute through arbitration. Therefore, in every dispute, even according to the opinion of the Mordechai, which the Ramor brings in Shin Samachet, that even between two Jews we say Dinah Damachusa Dinah, but seeing as the Dinah Damachusa is that you can solve the dispute between you in arbitration, everyone has to go to Beitin to solve their disputes through Beitin. The normal custom is that when you take a, a Jew to Beitin, he's, he's summoned three times, and if he doesn't appear after three times, then Beit Din will give permission to take, to take him to the to court. The pro, that process can be shortened in a case where it's clear that he won't come to Beit Din, or if you just ask him and he says he's not going to come to Beit Din. But even in, even in cases where it's clear that he won't come to Beit Din, you have to have permission from Beit Din to take him to court. We in our Beitin have had many different, many, many cases of Jews where everyone was very surprised that they agreed to come to Beitin, but they did. Now, you might say that so they can agree to come to Beitin, but then they're just not going to pay any attention to the Psaktin. So that they can't do, because no Beitin will start to, to, to deal with a case until both parties sign down on an arbitration agreement, a Shtarborut. That Shtarborut is always worded legally that it's enforceable according to the law of the land. And therefore that will obligate both parties to keep the psaktin of the baiting.
The Daf Yomi Halacha series has been brought to you by the Base Havad Halacha Center. To reach the center for halacha consultation, service, educational seminars, or media, please call 1-888-485-VAAD. That's 1-888-485-8223. To sign up to the BHHJ, the Beis Havad's weekly interactive e-journal, please visit www.bhhj.org or you can email us at office at the